want is an opportunity. This is America, ain't it? Who the fuck's stopping you? This is Bootlegging, where each week we will discuss HBO's original series, Boardwalk Empire. Grab a glass of your favorite libation, and let's do a little chin-wagging. And we are back. I'm doing a very short and this week because my throat is yeah. killing me right now. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm going to be having a coughing fit about every five minutes. So I'm very <laughs> sorry. I'm a little under the weather. Um, we're, uh, we're all under the weather <laughs> right now with yeah. uh, Houston. Oh, yeah. <sighs> it, it, Too much I was gonna weather. Say, how, so <laughs> how are you doing? Are you flooding? Because... Yeah, yeah, the house flooded just a little bit. It wasn't it wasn't too bad, but uh, the kitchen definitely got it, and uh, our back porch it, it came in from the back porch. So I've been kind of having a crazy, crazy day so far. I feel like Houston's one of the few places where you can actually say, "Yeah, we flooded, but it was just a little bit, so it's okay." Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> We've been lucky. Our condo is not flooding, but when I drove in, our entire parking lot is underwater. So oh, I shit. just had to make sure when I parked, <laughs> I was parked uphill somewhat, so nothing's going in through yeah, my right. tailpipe. And I'm saying that, and I keep hearing like lightning really bad down here. So yeah, hopefully yep. we're not losing we're, power. We got another <laughs> another wave coming through. Oh my god! <laughs> yeah, let's. Uh... We're gonna get on it. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't even think about that. <laughs> so no matter what, if we get a minute into this, if we get an hour into it, we're releasing what we, what we release. Is- <laughs> so guest of bootleg bootleggers, like, stop it right now and post this. <laughs> <laughs> a one minute and 38 second one, the fastest yeah. episode ever. And we're done <laughs> next episode. Okay. <laughs> um, so we've had a fun little week. Uh, we went on a little vacation. Actually, our family's together with some other friends. And we had a yep. a double birthday bash for me and another friend of ours. We were down at the beach house. Mm-hmm. So much fun. So awesome. Even Now, I, I it, it was. It was super awesome. But I do have to say, my knees are fucking killing me, you son of a bitch. I, don't, I mean, <laughs> that could be taken multiple ways. Why are your knees killing you? Oh, oh I think you know why. Oh. Okay. <laughs> I was a little drunk and I may have done some fish tailing with a golf cart and I I swear <laughs> to god that golf cart's never gone that fast. <laughs> like somebody somebody modified that fucking thing. I, I just <laughs> <laughs> and there was like at least 19 of us on that golf cart at that time. Yeah, there was. <laughs> I am very sorry about that, by the way. That's <laughs> nah, fine. So I'll live. You know, you, well, yeah, you're here for right now. <laughs> you didn't. You didn't get. Uh, I might have to have my legs amputated, but I'll live. But so you haven't noticed any flushing bacteria <laughs> infection yet. So yeah, that, honest to God, that that's what I was the most afraid of. I was like, oh my God, I have some kind of fucking bacteria. But no, nah, it's. It's all but see, because right. no, no infection. My so. feet got fucked up, and yeah, yeah, I was so worried about that. I was scrubbing my feet every night in the shower, like <laughs> just like being like I, I have to scrub as much as I can, and they they yeah. are not red; they're just reddish. So yeah, I'm hoping it's yeah. okay. <laughs> um, so that was a good time. Um, any little highlights? Anything preemptive? talk about cleaning house anything like that shout outs to anybody that you have um no no shout out to well i mean you know we went to the beach because it was colton's birthday so hey Woo, shout out <laughs> 34 oh man oh, God, 34 <laughs> i mean 21 i'm 21 um, so <laughs> yeah 
<laughs> um, um, but yeah, no, that's uh, that's about it. Maybe out to Chris because it was also his birthday. That's our other buddy that we uh, we go to the beach house yeah, to celebrate uh, 30, with. So. Thirty three. He's yeah, 33. right at a year younger than me. Mm-hmm. So, God, children. Am I right? Children. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, I don't have a lot. I actually was going to do a little shout out. I found a new podcast. I think I had told you about it. Um, it was either you or Maybe. other Chris. I can't remember now. Um, <laughs> I found a new podcast called um, uh, Crime Story Garage. Uh, oh, okay, nice. Very, very cool. It, I, you know me. I like true crime. So yes. and if I find mm-hmm. some, something, I'm going to look. Give it a shot. At least there's a lot of true crime podcasts out there I don't really care for because it's just the same thing rehashed again and again and again, you know? Right. And so um, I came across this one just by random coincidence. Um, it's these two guys. Um, they do um, a true crime story each episode, but they begin the episode by talking about um, a local craft beer. Like throughout the U.S. Oh, cool! And I was like, okay, and like they're not getting they're, they're not getting hammered like we are on air, but <laughs> so they're beginners. Who they're cares, beginners, man. yeah. Um, <laughs> but they are doing that. Um, they, they they talk about it a, a beer, a local beer, a little bit, which is cool. But their um, right. true crimes that they do are more less known. So it's like disappearances or it's unsolved murders. Oh, okay. Or um, things like that. So it's it's. It's it's uh, um, a story you've probably never heard before, which is really cool. Okay, and they're huh. based out of um, Columbus, Ohio, so they do a lot of stuff around Ohio, which is kind of neat. Um, but it's a it's a it's a really cool. It's apparently it's a bigger podcast. They have like a, like fourteen thousand ratings, so it's not like really yeah. So it's not like nice. a really minor podcast that's out there. You know, I mean, they're not the Joe Rogan level, but. You know, yeah, but yeah. they're they're higher than our five viewers, which five years we love y'all so much. <laughs> um, but th- it's it's it was a fun listen. I recommend it. It is a very good podcast to listen to. It can get a little dry at times, um, but it's a it's very they're very informative. There, each episode is insanely well researched, and I really like that. Uh, a lot cool. of information all at once. So, um, so. With that being said, I don't have anything else. You're good to go to jump in the episode. Yeah, yeah. Let's, let's All right. Hopefully, before we lose power, hurricane kills us. So. Yeah, exactly. Um, <laughs> uh, we're going to start with this episode. Um, the title of the episode is "You'd Be Surprised." Now, right? Did you get anything from the name of the title? Uh, no, not just from the name of the title. Uh, you know, we we find out a little bit later why it's 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 called this but um just from hearing it from the first time no no i didn't know uh i didn't i didn't get any spoilers or anything from it right but now after watching it where do you think the title name comes from well i mean that that was the uh the play right the uh that was the name of the play that um oh what's her name oh um uh lucy 2.0 yeah thank you uh that wasn't that the name of the play no i think it was called like your lucky shoes or something or no it's in my notes. Hold on. I cannot remember. We'll, we'll get to that when we get there. I don't think it was. Oh, okay. Then no, I got nothing from the title. Okay. So <laughs> the main thing I got from it, and actually a friend of the show, Victor, actually wrote in and gave us some notes on this. Um, a lot of it th- that is on there, it's coming from um, – th- there's a bunch of surprises throughout the episode. So like for example – Event at the end when it comes with Jip, 
that's a huge surprise. We didn't see that coming. Right. Um, right. With Chalky um, Duns surprising the guy, that was a big right. surprise. Uh, there was a bunch of surprises throughout the episode, and that's where there I kind of got it. Yeah, yeah. And that was what. And I, I didn't want to use the word explosive again, but it was explosive. Can you imagine if they had titled <laughs> the episode "The Explosive"? You'd be ex- you'd be explosive. <laughs> oh my god! Oh, but that could be taken different ways. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it could. <laughs> <Ugh>. <laughs> Um, that's the title of the day after our beach bash. Oh God. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I'm done. I'm done. Okay. Um, (laughs) and so that was what I got from the title of it. I got that. There's just a bunch of little surprises throughout the episode. Now, um, is that that big of a, of a giveaway? No, I mean, it's not really, you know, I, I, I don't, I think that they have more creative titles out there. Um, right, and maybe it was right, the name right. of the of the uh, Broadway show that she's in. I just I honestly can't remember. Um, but I, when we get to that part, we'll go ahead and talk about that. Okay. Now, um, we I kind of have this whole episode broken down into like several storylines, as like with before. I really don't like the way that they have their episodes going right now because each episode yeah. is a bunch. Um, yeah, yeah. There's not just three storylines. We're still with like five or six storylines per episode. So, right. Um, the two biggest storylines I have is obviously um, the Jip slash Rossing and the Nucky slash Rossing yeah. slash Jip. Um, kind right. of. I don't know. <laughs> so I have that is all one thing, and then I have my minor storylines with the little bit that we have with um, Agent. Well, a little bit big of Agent Michael Shannon. Um, yes, the uh, part with, with the little bit that we have going with. Um, um, oh, my God. I'm sorry. My notes are like really badly written right now, so I can't totally see them. Uh, but we also have the part with um, kind of with Lucy 2.0 and what's going on with that. Yeah. And then um, Margaret storyline kind of. Right. Uh, <clears throat> So I don't really know where you want to start in it. Like I said, I have a bunch of just random shit to kind of talk about. Obviously, Jip and Nucky's I want to keep towards the very end. Jip, Nucky's, yeah, that's gonna be and the then last I want one. to keep to the end. Um, But I would like to – I guess we can go ahead and honestly start with uh, Agent Michael Shannon's story just because yeah. I feel that that was a small story, but so much shit happened in that. And once right. again, you'd be surprised – what happens? <laughs> like somebody got the the fuck surprised out of their head. So yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, so with my agent Michael Shannon, we um he's still working at this uh factory. Not as it what is uh, iron the 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 yeah iron the salesman. something electric iron company. <laughs> and um, I do like he has kind of a sense of humor about it now, but it's like the only agent Michael Shannon sense of humor where <laughs> he's. Uh, they they say like boss wants to talk to you and he's like what about and he's like oh did you put a was it a, a bucket of water on the door frame yeah above his door jam yeah which to be fair I would have loved to have seen that happen but it didn't yeah so, right <laughs> uh, they want to he finds out that the boss wants to talk to him so he goes in the boss is saying something to him along the lines of um something about filing the, the taxes yeah the IRS. And yeah, they called about you, and you know he's sitting there sweating bullets because 
you know, that's he came from the Treasury Department. <laughs> <laughs> well, and he's on the but, run uh, and like everything. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, exactly. Um, so, yeah, he's sweating bullets. Turns out it's just that he didn't fill out his tax return properly. And so the IRS was like asking questions about that. <laughs> <laughs> but he was left a card from the uh, the agent, the Treasury agent that he met at the speakeasy that let him go for five dollars. Right. So, um, you know, I, from the last episode that, you know, we, we saw these two, he said that he recognized him, but nothing really came more from that. And now the dude leaves a card at his business. So it's like, oops. Well, he said like he <laughs> recognized what? him from the neighborhood, but then I think he even said something else, like, like something yeah. about your face or something like that. Yeah. So he recognizes him from something. And obviously with Michael Shannon, he's thinking, oh, shit, he's he's a probie. I probably have worked with him somewhere. And right. he remembers his wonderful charm. And so <laughs> um, so he from the next little bit we have with him is he's telling his he goes home and he's with his wife. Right. A Swedish Michael Sh- agent, my, Swedish Mrs. Agent Michael Shannon. Sh- 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 <laughs> and they are. Talking essentially kind of about what's been going on, he's kind of kind of confessing to her about like who he is, right, right. But he's she kind of gets it right, like yeah, yeah. She stops him and he's like, "No, I already know what you you know you've had you were doing. I don't know what she says like evil things or uh, something. You were like doing that. good work, but you had to do something evil or something." Something along those right, lines. Right. Which, of course, that's stroking Agent Michael Shannon's ego like none other. Oh, yeah. Yep. Oh. And so, I mean, he, I would say he, he basically, basically what she's saying is about 80% accurate um, yes. to what, what has been happening. <clears throat> Sorry. <clears throat> and we find out that the um, Proby then shows up at his door and is there to talk with him. He sends his wife into the back. Now, at this point, what did you, I want to get your reaction of what did you think was going to happen? Um, I, I thought that, um, well, I don't know. It was hard to tell. I, I was excited to see what was going on, but, um, when he did finally, you know, let this guy in, he was obviously really tense. Um, again, sweating bullets, while this dude comes in or well, he, he walks in to the apartment and his wife has already let him in. Um, so he was already really confused as what was going on. Then he walks in and there's the dude sitting there in his freaking living room. Right. Um, yeah. Oh, that's right. I thought he had knocked to his the wife. door. I'm sorry. Yeah, that's right. That's right. Yes. And, um, you know, uh, at that point, I think it's just going to be a sit down conversation and, Okay, what I thought was that he was going to, uh, the agent uh, was going to start asking him questions about, um, what's his name? Uh, uh, Darty? Is that, was that his name? Jay, Jimmy? Or, no, 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 no. Um, the, 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 the Irish guy that he brought flowers from. Oh, um, um, uh, <laughs> O'Banion. Yeah, he got it. You have to say it. <laughs> yeah. Um, that's right. Um, and so I thought that's what was going to happen there. I thought he was going to start asking him questions about, uh, Banyan, but, um, 
Uh, totally not. No. <laughs> the dude is just like, I know where you are from. You sold me an iron. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm having trouble with my iron. <laughs> really? So you thought he was going to talk to a, I honestly thought. So you thought he was going to talk about Banyan. I honestly thought. Yeah. That he was mainly there because I thought he was going to sit down and he, this is what I thought when I saw it for the first time, is that he was going to be there and he was going to say, he like sit down and straight up be, hello, what is it, uh, I can't even think, Van Nostrin or whatever. <laughs> 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 hello, hello, Agent Michael Shannon. He's like, um, you know, I was working the case of your murdered partner or something like that, right? Oh, that would have been crazy too. That's what I thought was going to happen. And then when the, I think what happens though is crazier. Oh, 100%. <laughs> like this is so much better than any story I could have come up with because he's just like yeah. the poor bastard is just like you sold me this piece of shit iron. And then Mrs. Agent Swedish Michael Shannon just decimates this dude's skull <laughs> with a cast yes. iron skillet with an uh, yeah. <laughs> and yeah, it's just like really out of nowhere. Like, oh, oh, no, no, no. Yeah. <laughs> like, he was fine. What are you doing? And, of course, she goes into her spiel like, I know, this is one of the evil men that you had to deal with. So I'm where we're going to take this asshole out and, and you're going to be fine now. And, like, Michael Shannon just rolls with it. But I was going to He just because next yes. mothers the shit out of it. OK, I was going to say, because like, then she actually doesn't kill the guy. No, no. I mean, basically, but <laughs> yeah, I mean, he's 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 on the floor like twitching and stuff, but then yeah, Michael Shannon like finishes the job up. It's crazy. I I remember this being one of the biggest jump moments when I watched this episode. That moment being one of the bi- biggest jump mo- moments of this season up into what happens at the end of this episode <laughs> like yeah other yeah. than that like there was several little surprises yeah, but this one just too. got me like oh shit this, this one got me this one got me like uh when eli beat the shit out of that uh, that one alderman because oh. like, i was not expecting that and then he just like whoop i'm uh murder you right now right now yeah oh All yeah right. that's right that Let's was do it, that. It, it, kind of the same thing he <laughs> graphically beat the dude like yeah yep Oh man, I forgot about that part. Yeah. <laughs> um. So after this is taken care of, or what's done's done. Michael Shannon's not mad at her. He's just kind of like, let's just go with this. So, um, they decide to go with the flow of what happened, and he goes and seeks out Banya, and they are gonna go ahead and dispose of the body, or or something. He right. uh, comes to an agreement of he's killed somebody. We don't know exactly what's going to be happening um, other than we're assuming he's going to at least be in debt to Banya. Right. Or or something along those lines. Either he's in debt or he's – as you've already stated, you're kind of predicting that this is going to be happening, that he's going to start working for him or something like that. I'm sorry? No, it's okay. Everything okay? Oh, okay. We'll edit edit that that out. Yeah. Sorry. Um, Yeah, so – I mean, that's kind of the – we don't know what's going to be happening now other than you've already kind of been predicting what's going to happen with um, Michael Shannon. Now we're kind of seeing it. Right. Where your prediction was is obviously on the track to start happening. All right. So um, that's really all I have on uh, Michael Shannon's uh, part at this point. Uh, did you have anything else on 
on them? Uh, no, no, not really. Uh, like I said, they're they're kind of uh, they're they're kind of drip feeding us uh, Michael Shannon's story so far. This one was this was like the biggest shocker I think so far for his story. So now it's just kind of like where. I mean, he's he's got nowhere else to go except to. Oh well, he does right. He, uh, you might have mentioned this already, but he goes to Banyan and says like, um, "I need a favor. I have a I have right a body. I need to get rid of." I was say, and it's a pretty like that's a pretty serious favor that he's like requesting. Yeah. So it's not like a so, hey, yeah. I need like like five thousand dollars. Like this is like yeah. So he's obviously uh, gonna be. In his in his uh, pocket for a while. <laughs> I was gonna say because I mean, and it's not even just a normal death. Like you killed a government official. Like yeah, exactly. Oh, all right, we have all kinds of technical malfunctions going on today. <laughs> mm-hmm. Um, right. So that's all I have on um, Agent Michael Shannon's part. Then, um, and we'll go into kind of at the end of the episode on what maybe you see like kind of happening. Um, okay. Now, after that, um, I guess our next biggest one I'm going to go ahead and talk about, because I just kind of want to get it over with, and I hate being this way, is I, I want to talk about uh, Margaret's uh, storyline just a little bit. Okay. Um, once again, she's – they really just have her character lacking. I don't know how else to word yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. There's not a lot happening with her. I want – like – I like what she's doing, and I'm like, oh, you're giving her a noble cause. Like, there's a lot we can do with this uh, other than it's – they kind of have her struggling with the um, uh, the nun a little bit. But right. to be fair, the vast majority of the, the, the story ultimately comes down to this doctor who she's having this little tiff yeah. with is we find out he's engaged, and she's right. devastated by it. Yeah, she's visibly upset about that. But, I mean, uh, yeah, I don't know. But that, honestly, that kind of... Kind of no different than her and Nucky when they first met. Or her and Daredevil. This is... Exactly. What is it that Margaret says? I I don't remember if it was this episode or last episode where she found the weakness in Nucky that he doesn't have somebody to rescue. And so I think it is this episode where he doesn't have somebody that needs the need of rescue. And it's just like, okay, but you're also this same chick who if somebody's not going to argue with you, you're not going to find them attractive or you just want to keep right. moving on. Like, uh, I don't know. I her, her Yeah, she's being she's being pretty uh pretty two-faced so far. She is and and, and I and wish the which, st- whatever, you know, I get it. I it's the whole you know, I don't like uh I don't like people skulking around in the background <laughs> doing doing dirty sh- fucking daredevil style but <laughs> you know you can't be <sighs> i'm gonna start referring to him as owen yeah like i said just so i very... can make you that much more mad <laughs> owen is a great man okay whatever <laughs> shut up <laughs> um i i do i like his character i just don't like that storyline because of the same the same thing absolutely like, what are you doing margaret I, no, like what the fuck you i doing? agree i agree 100 percent. i really do <laughs> and so it's um yeah, yeah, that's uh, I just don't I don't get it. You're right. They're kind of they're kind of rehashing a lot of storylines with her uh so far and it's 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 making it boring, making her making so her character stale. Like I don't know if they're struggling with how to write a strong female character story or if they're struggling with 
um, just what to do with her character, but they want to keep her on right. as the main female lead. You know, like, I don't know, because I, I don't feel that it's that I don't think it's the actress's fault because she's doing really good with what they're giving her. Yeah. Yeah. It's. It, this is ultimately, and I and I'm not trying to nitpick or take apart this show. It's just with this season, there's a lot that's really good that's going on, but for whatever have it, this female storyline is just struggling. And I don't, and, and I keep saying it's female. It has nothing to do with like it, it, her sexual, or her, not her sexual, her her uh, her as a female, but. Just right. this storyline, for whatever reason, they couldn't figure out what to do with it. I I don't know if they just right. kind of got caught right. off guard, and they're like, "Oh shit!" Like we can't really write her out. Like we forgot to write her right. story. Just just throw some shit in there. That's kind of <laughs> almost how I feel about it. Like they were like, "Crap, we didn't really think this one through." Um, <laughs> and so I I kind of feel that that's where they're at. Um, yeah. I and like I said. I'm hoping as the ep- as it goes along, you know, we're gonna see if it does develop more or oh. not. Well, and I and I kind of screwed up, and uh, you know, well, you know, with the HBO Now uh, app and, and website, right? It kind of shows you the the list of all the titles. So, pro tip for all our listeners: don't look ahead at the fucking titles because <laughs> it could ruin some shit for you. Like, <laughs> I'm not sure what the next episodes are, That's but I'm not going to ask. <laughs> <laughs> this coming from the guy who skipped an episode one time, though. <laughs> Yeah, I know. And, and it did make, and, and you were totally still on board. Like, nope, nothing happened. I'm good to go. <laughs> Which I guess says a lot for the writing on certain episodes. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, so that's all I have, honestly, on her storyline. And I want to go from hers, I guess, to our next female storyline. I'd forgotten to mention this at the beginning is with Jillian. Um, yes, Jillian is her storyline is at least interesting. I will give it this. Yeah, it, yeah. There's not a whole lot. Of no, it, but uh, what there is, it it kind of moves along her where she's at. Yes, um, I couldn't agree. I could, that's exactly how I put it. They they you we're getting very little taste of Jillian's storyline as each episode right. goes along, but each little bit of like nugget of information we're getting is giving us so much more to the next story. Um, yeah. and I really like that. I like what they're doing on that. Um. The main thing I have out of Jillian's story is that, and I don't know if she's being serious or not, Jimmy isn't dead. That is her main, that, yeah. like literally my notes for her is just Jimmy isn't dead. Because yeah, um, yeah. Mr. Um, Linder make uh, M- uh, Monopoly, Monopoly Man, man. <laughs> <laughs> is basically, yeah, he comes back. He comes back and he's walking all like shuffly. Like, did you did you notice like how small a steps that old man takes? He's just like, yes, he he is literally the monopoly. I feel man. like he he's on one like... of those hoverboards, just like <laughs> <laughs> like they just got the actor on one, and then it was like he just where's my money? Slide in the like, scene. <laughs> so he comes in, and they're going through all the payments that she uh, needs to get this house up and running, and it's like. Right. Eight hundred dollars for the roof, like like a thousand dollars or something like that. And this is like per month that they're saying. Like this is, the, I'm pretty sure they mentioned. No, like no, no, no. Per month, it's um total is this now where the is hold oh, okay. on where it is per month. Oh, I had that in my notes. I don't have it anymore. Um, uh, it's roughly okay, roughly because I actually kind of remember these numbers. Roughly, her brothel is bringing in twenty one hundred dollars. Okay. Right. It is consuming 
a month. Yep. Remember correctly, I did the inflation calculator on this. And if I remember correctly, with inflation, deficit equates to around $6,000 in today's time. Crap. Um, Go ahead and talk and buy me some time while I do an inflation calculator really quick. <laughs> um, let me see. What can we think of? Oh, so yeah, Jillian is obviously like trying to play this stuff out. And well, the 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 one thing that really stuck out in the scene between Monopoly Man and Jillian was that Monopoly Man asks her, like, what about your other business partner? Where Where is he at in all of this? Lucky. <laughs> and uh, yeah, Lucky. And uh, even, you know, we talked about that in the last episode that Lucky is already also like done with uh, messing with Jillian. Like they they're already kind of getting thin themselves. Lucky's sick of paying her for all these things in the brothel and. Um, so obviously she's wearing her, you know, her income streams out pretty, pretty quick. Um, but, um, I think that she's obviously going to have to find something pretty soon, um, to, to kind of get, well, yeah, like you said, Jimmy's in debt, so she's going to have to find something right to, uh, start making that money up. And the whole thing is, is without Jimmy being dead, they can't move any of the stuff into his, into her name. Right. But, right. But they can't also have him dead because if he was dead, it would go to, um, uh, Tommy. So Jillian's basically right. out no matter what. Right. Right. Yeah. And uh, Jillian is really trying hard to, um, not let all that debt transfer to Tommy. Um, which is why she keeps saying like he's he's just gone for a little bit. And he's just he's he's just he's somewhere else right now. He'll be back. Don't worry about it. So, um, you know, that that kind of shows that she's still kind of the same person as far as trying to do everything in her power to protect her, quote, child. Right. Um, but it's still like, what are you going to have him start hitting on you, too? Like, you fucking weirdo. I mean, I wouldn't put a pastor <laughs> at this point, but. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> she goes in there. She goes, who would like some gushers? Look what. <laughs> oh, oh, God. Oh, She has God. her hand like between her. Why would you have to use gushers, <laughs> She has her man. hands down like around her crotch and is just like. Oh, God. Gushers. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> oh, that's weird. Ugh. The whole story's getting weird again. You, you could have said anything. You could have said fruit by the foot. <laughs> could have said fruit roll-ups. I don't know. That's kind of bad, too. Yeah, it is. Yeah, we'll, like, we'll, we'll just go with the gushers. <laughs> oh, there's my coffee fan. I'm dying. <laughs> uh, off topic. Well, back on topic, but off sexual topic of Tommy and Jillian. Um, with the inflation calculator, just so we are clear on that one. $500 in 1923, if it was translated into 1920, uh, sorry, 2019, we're looking at roughly $7,432. God. That's how much her business per is month. losing per month. Just bleeding. My God. I'm not a businessman, <laughs> but I, that's what we call in the professional world hemorrhaging. <laughs> Yeah. Can you imagine that you and me own real red. If you and me owned a business 
Okay, you and me, we went in 50-50, Chris and Colton's mm-hmm. fried chicken hut or whatever. <laughs> and we're losing seven grand a month. What would our wives do to us? Um, my wife would probably be like, stop eating all the fucking <laughs> chicken. You are destroying the business. Fair enough. Mine would tell me to stop frying random things. So, okay, we know our wives too well. Stop eating the chicken. <laughs> But that's an insane <laughs> amount of money. And that's not... I could eat that much chicken. Well, yeah. I mean, that's, we're not questioning that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, I just... Yeah, at a certain point... And half of it, like I said, is the reason I think she's losing the money the way she's losing is just because of the way she's running her business. She's not running the brothel yeah. for what these... Type well, of- no, and we said that last time. She's, like, running it like one of... Um, like her Tableau Vivant Club that she used to work at. Right. Like it's it's like this super high end, fancy, all inclusive thing. But how many how many rich dudes come through there to, to sustain None. that? Obviously not many. No, not not I mean like we saw like what two episodes ago with Jip. He doesn't care about that stuff. Right. Right. Even the Commodore, like when she would do that stuff. Remember, we saw in the episode where he has a stroke, she was kind of doing it with with her little dance and stuff like that. Yeah. And I would say the Commodore was honestly an educated person. Like, I would say he was definitely an educated. He was. Yeah. I mean, you would say he was one of those high. He liked high end things. So you would think that he would be into that. He even really kind of wasn't. He was kind of like, like, get over here. Like he was just. I mean. When it comes when it comes to getting you some some dudes just like no especially the dudes that would pay for it they're paying for it so they don't have to deal with all that shit that's no <laughs> you're right that's exactly what it is and I guess she just I don't I don't she needs to kind of make up her mind on if she wants to do one or the other because they're clearly those right. are two professions that aren't meshing well right and I don't think she realizes that or or I I don't know I I don't know what else to say on it. Other than it's not, other than yeah, it's not no. working. <laughs> clearly, clearly. Right. So, but I mean, at the end of um, if we're there, at the end of uh, Jillian's storyline, which, like we said, there's not just a whole lot of uh, screen time, but at the end of her little clip, she finally does start like kind of. Uh, one of her girls asks her, "So, like, what are what are we doing tonight?" And she's like, "Well, do you see it? We don't have any customers in here." Go out on the porch and rustle up some business. Like she, she finally kind of starts getting, um, cracking down the right. whip, bringing bring in the uh, bringing the pimp hand <laughs> up. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's that's exactly what it is. Like I mean, because that's I think she's realizing I have to run it this way. Like this is how yeah. it needs to go. Is we're not going to be getting it by just nucky bringing in business or a couple of the rich people they're realizing we have to lower our standards somewhat and get like yeah. some of your quote-unquote average schmoes in such as with grand torino and how grand torino's business is so successful exactly it's because he's willing to take in high-end people but like nucky but then nucky could be sharing a room next to a girl with some dude that probably just came in off the street yeah yeah some dude that scraped up like five bucks yeah for a Gross handy. God, good old fashioned. <laughs> so, uh, that's all I have on her story. So, I don't have mm-hmm. much else on this first half. Um, did you have anything else, really? Because the next half we're going to talk about um, um, Rossine, Nucky, and Jet mainly. 
uh, are we going to be touching on the uh, uh, the what is it, uh, Harry Doherty situation? Oh, the political. I honestly had forgotten my the, notes uh, on that part. It wasn't much. That's um, why. It was a very short scene. I know. You are quick. Let's go ahead and talk about that now. Let's go ahead and uh, wipe out the small stories up front. Um, so I had honestly forgotten about it. I remember, I remember it. I just didn't put it in my notes. Um, you remembered it. The reason I remember I say, it as go ahead much and bring it up. is because of um, Farmer Farmer from Babe is in there. <laughs> <laughs> and it turns out like that's the dude that... Um, <laughs> No, that's exactly what he is. Farmer from Babe. (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) but the farmer from Babe is like the head of the uh, um, investigative department or whatever. Um, Yeah. uh, Or what is it? The Justice Department? No, he is in charge of. Oh my god. Um, Yeah, it's it's either it's not the Attorney General or the. Um, budget or I don't, I don't remember, but yeah, he's it's yeah, it's something political. That's for sure. But um, anyway, so he gets uh, called in for questioning by the, um, uh, the investigation committee who is investigating, uh, ag shooter, shooter McGavin, right. um, for, shooter McGavin. you know, <laughs> weird dealings. I mean, you know, that obviously the, the government is in on some of his antics, and um, he's being questioned by this uh, committee on, you know, what do you know uh, about the the goings on? And uh, he starts kind of telling him a little bit about what's happening. Um, I think he he actually says, like, well, I, I told you everything I know, basically, just to, I, I'm out of it. Right. I don't know if he's going to come back later in the series. I thought it was weird that they would have had such a high profile actor play such a very short role but the i think the main thing that we get from that whole scene is that there's some sneaky little spy guy inside of the committee hearing that immediately runs out and talks to um jimmy james who's sitting outside the hall right and um yeah to tell him exactly what's going on and um it, it's mostly just that hey, they're they're starting to sniff around on this. You need to you need to start watching out. Well, so one of the things that's interesting and his character's name, not Jimmy James. Jimmy James is Jimmy James. Um, uh, uh. <laughs> um, is farmer from Babe? Is uh-huh. his name in the character in the show is Melon? Okay, um, I can't remember his first name. His last name, if I remember, if I remember correctly, it's Melon, which I think is funny. That would be a name we yeah, would make that's up, correct. but it's actually his yeah, real right. name, <laughs> Mister Melon. <laughs> now, um, he is based on a real character, a, a real person. He is based on a real person. Now, um, apparently, the guy that the, the real person that was in charge of this, he was a um, one of those like he was a teetotaler, did not believe in alcohol, um, thought people should not use it. But was against prohibition. Had it stated, oh, really? and he t- talks about in in this um, in this little scene that we're in there. He mentions he was like um, he's like uh, they're talking about the effectiveness of prohibition, and he's like in what order? He was like the yeah. amount of rest yeah. or the amount of money wasted. That's correct. So he was right. a very logical person. He looked at everything from the money side of it and if it worked or not. And obviously he's against corruption, as you can fully see as well. 
Um, he was a very right. kind of like a guy that was he didn't believe in corruption. He was one of those kind of steadfast people. I mean, at least that's how he's made out that you know made out to be what we were seeing so far. Yeah. Um, now, one of the things he says is when they're asking him about it is he says like you know those answers. Why are you asking me the questions? Right. That's that's what he says. And yeah. so obviously this is somebody that knows a lot of information, and you can tell when um the um what is it in Game of Thrones. Um, I have my little birds everywhere. <laughs> yeah. Because <laughs> what is his name in Game of Thrones? Val- not Varys. Basically, Jimmy James is Valeris of Boardwalk Empire. Yes. And you yeah. can see that even he, like, as he's talking to his little bird, is like, this isn't good. Like. Right. But he's kind of like. Yeah. And so. um. I honestly, I completely forgot about that. I'm so glad you brought that up. Um, Mm -hmm. That's okay. So I believe unless there's another small important story I'm missing. Um, There was that one with, no, no, that was it. (laughs) I was going to say, damn it. (laughs) Um, So the next half we're, we're going to talk about the biggest stories and um, the big dick of the episode, if you will. So, (laughs) (laughs) I'm going to go and throw that at them. We're going to make this episode as uncomfortable as possible, okay? Because <laughs> there's full frontal. There is straight up. He shows dog. Not even like full. There, there's from the back, from the front. I mean, good what lord. What is it? It's on. There's just, it's an always sunny. Remember that on uh, Thunder Gun? It's like the bro shows dong. Thunder, <laughs> Thunder <yeah>. Gun. <laughs> it's full frontal, man. <laughs> So we're going to talk about all of that when we get back. <laughs> um, now, when we take a break, we're going to go ahead and talk about Kids Boots. That is actually the play, um, the real play that they're talking okay. about in this episode. The real name of the play is Kids Boots. Um, it was actually a real Eddie Cantor play. And we're going to be talking about when we come back. And until then, we'll do a little bit of chin wagon. Kids Boots was a musical written by William McGuire and Otto Harbach in 1923. It starred Eddie Cantor and Mary Eaton. The film stars Cantor as a golf caddy who can't be fired as he has dirt on everybody at the golf course. With a good mix of song and comedy, the show ran for over 480 performances when it finally came to an end in February 1925. I hope you learned a little bit about this musical. Now let's get back to chin wagging. And we are back from the break. Um, we learned a little bit about the play Kids Boots. That sounds horrible. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I actually haven't done much research on it yet, so I can't tell you anything other than apparently Can- Eddie Cantor was in it. So. That's all that you know until what you listen. We need? Unless you listen to the uh, <laughs> podcast. So, <laughs> <laughs> all right. So, we are back, and we're going to go ahead and uh, zoom right into the second half of it. Uh, we don't have a lot to talk about on the second half. It's just what we do have is a lot of the most important stuff. Yeah. Um. So I'm going to actually go ahead and start with Nucky's story, and then I want to end with Jip because 
Jip's story, there's not a lot to it other than the very end. And then what happens... He had the most explosive stuff. The happened. way most explosive stuff that happened. So... Oh, explosive. Yeah. <laughs> Thunder gun. So, uh, I want to talk about his at the end. Okay. And so, first we're going to start with uh, Nucky's storyline. Now, Nucky, we're still seeing, is kind of struggling with this... What's happening between him and Margaret? Um, right. What's happening between him and Rothstein, which they have their meeting. And essentially, right. Rothstein is kind of like, basically, Rothstein is telling him, you can't live up to what you promised me. Like, at all. Right. And Mickey Doyle has screwed them over. Like, he's done. Like, Rothstein, pretty much they're lucky at this point that Rothstein hasn't tried to kill them. I mean, that's really yeah. kind of what – that's how Rothstein's character works. I mean, let's be honest about it, is yeah. that you either go through or you don't. There's no if ands, or buts are in the middle like, at all. Right. Um, now, my whole thing is he's out – the biggest thing I have on him, though, for this episode and what's talked about is he out to save somebody, mainly Billy. Um, yes. The, Wait. Well, I'm sorry, Lucy 2.0. Thank you. <laughs> Didn't mean to confuse people here. I'm sorry about that. Um, now, when we first get to see what's happening with um, Rossine, the meeting he has with Rossine, which is a really good scene in all honesty oh, for yeah. this episode. Yep. I mean, no, I'm, I'm sorry, not for this episode. For this this series, this is a really good scene because this is yes. kind of the classic Nucky and Rossine that we grew to know in the first season. Yes, where it's kind of kind of at each other. They're no longer like I don't think that they're friends and stuff like that. Right. Now the the person he brings in to meet is Eli. So the fact yep. that he has Eli even in there telling Rossing what's going on. Yeah. Do you think that he that Nucky has forgiven Eli? New. No. Nucky does not forgive easily. <laughs> okay. Do you think he's on so, the path no. to forgive him? No, he hasn't, but he's he's getting there. The fact that he's sitting in there, the fact that he's in a suit, and he's in a meeting with these high-powered people again. Right. Um, and even, um, you know, while he's talking, um, Eli interrupts uh, Rothstein's and Nucky's conversation at one point to tell them, like, no, we can't do it that way. And, like, Eli even stops and is like, I'm sorry I interrupted. And Nucky tells him, like, no, 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 continue. Like, it's it's just little things like that you can see that it, he is. He's on the path of uh, of uh, forgiveness. And but I don't know if there's ever going to be full forgiveness because we're talking about Nucky. So. <laughs> well, I mean, it, it, to be fair to Nucky, you were out to kill him. I mean, <laughs> right. You know, exactly. to like kind of like to play like devil's advocate. I mean, he was out to kill him, so I right. can't really, you know, blame him for it. Yeah, yeah. Um Now, so they're having their meeting, Rothstein and which I think I thought it was kind of funny that after the meeting, um Eli leaves and then um they have Lucky and uh Daredevil go and meet in a separate room. And yeah, they, they're just waiting out in them another room. another. I I actually like Daredevil and Lucky's kind of like sitting around conversation that they're not having but having. Right, right. Where it's kind of like you could tell that both of them are like kind of like when Jimmy and Al had theirs in episode one. 
if you yes. remember that. Yeah, so it was kind of like, oh, they're fighting again. Like, mom and dad uh, right. are fighting again. <laughs> <laughs> like, I don't know how else to describe it other, that, other than that. Like, they're just kind of like, oh, so you have to deal with this too? Like, Yeah. <laughs> and Rossi and Nucky are, we don't even exactly hear what they're arguing no, over. it's just yelling. Just incoherent yelling. Which <laughs> I guess kind of leads to part of what is kind of a surprise about the end of this episode is we're basically under the assumption that that Rossine's done. Right. Right. And Nucky is done even trying to appease Rossine. Like, they're, they're yes. both essentially like, our business is done, like, our hands are clean. Yeah. they. they I mean, they insult themselves, like, each other. Oh, yeah. In, in this meeting. <laughs> like, Rossine calls him uh, a terrible businessman who runs his business like a drunkard that runs off to New York to see That's some, it. <laughs> some girl. And, like, and... Uh, a girl at her. Uh, Nucky th- tells him, "Like at least I, uh, I'm. I not, work like, dead <laughs> under the. Dead. <laughs> I'm not dead under the waist. Yeah, a dead below. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh my god. Like yeah, they're just insulting each other and just fighting. It's crazy. I yes, and it that's it's one of the better. It's so good. I I I could go. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So then. We get to see that Nucky is going to uh, – he goes to New York. He finds out Billy's a part of uh, – sorry, Lucy 2.0 is a part of a new play. I, 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 I'm so sorry. I forgot to look up the name again for the, uh, for the play. Um, but it's Damn. what our br- break is based after, the, it's the real name. I guess they couldn't get the rights or something maybe for it, so they had to use a fake name. But apparently the – Song and dance that is in it is almost mirrored and identical to the song and dance of um, kids kids boots. So oh, musicals used to suck. Yeah, <laughs> that was a horrible, horrible thing. And I'm not a musical aficionado like you, but I'm just like watching. I'm like, this is bad. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and so while he's there, um, Nucky has a conversation with um, uh, Eddie Eddie Cantor. Cantor and. Yeah. They're going over kind of like what's basically what's wrong with the the musical, and right. Nucky's mentioning you know how good Lucy two point the instructor the, is. The, yeah the yeah. instructor like how good Lucy two point is and why they can't have the instructor come in. But they're saying that yeah, the instructor because the actual actor is just garbage. garbage. And apparently yeah. he's somebody famous or something. I guess from oh really? Well, no, I, th- oh. I thought that was what they were saying in the episode that he was somebody kind of oh, famous. Oh. Yeah, yeah. I mean, he's a he's a more famous actor, but he just sucks at dancing and singing, and he just doesn't have the the flair that the instructor has. Whenever the instructor goes up with Lucy two to you know show him how how he should be doing it, right? So, and so. He talks to them a little bit about what can happen, and I. W- this is nothing. I wish I would have written down. Eddie basically says, uh, gives him some advice about what needs to happen, and Nucky just kind of takes it an opposite way of what he's telling right, him. Yeah, yeah. And so we see that um, Eddie it has a meeting later with Nucky. About basically giving up um, some uh, performance, so he's got a contract like in New York or or somewhere else. I don't remember where for another uh, another show or something. Yeah, 
And sorry about that. And he can't give up that contract. And um, Nucky's trying to bribe with him. He brings him some. Um, apparently, it's uh, it's it's a uh, cold shirt uh, vodka or something yeah, along those lines. Yeah. And Eddie's very adamant. Like, no, I I don't like. He's he's Eddie's very proud of himself, which is is a good thing. It's a very good thing. Yes, you know that he's like I don't care what how much money you give me, I've right. made a promise, and he doesn't break those promises. But I mean, he even says like any other time, I you know I would be there, but I have a contract. I cannot drop this. Right, and so they go over this, and it ends. Right. And then we get to see that Eddie now has a confrontation or is talking with um, Duns. And now, yeah, show uh, Mr. White. Hold on. <laughs> a friend of the show, Victor, said that if we're going to fuck up everybody's names, <laughs> okay, we now have to start referring to Chalky as Milky. Okay? So <laughs> from now on, <laughs> he will be referred to exclusively as Milky. Okay. Milky. All right. So Duns and Milky. Okay. I don't know if I can do this. <laughs> Duns and Milky <laughs> come into the room. Now, this is probably one of the most awkward moments I've seen in this entire I show. This scene was hilarious. No, it it's really so funny. funny. <laughs> because at one point, you like you look at like Duns and Duns is kind of like, I kind of like this music. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Dunce is kind of getting into it, and Chalky is just—I'm sorry, Milky is just fucking stone faced, <laughs> like no expression. <laughs> so what's happened is, and basically to be the muscle of Nucky to get Eddie uh, Cantor to be a part of this new show to cancel his contract, right? And without threatening him, but threatening him, they have him perform one of his famous song and dances. And they're, I don't know how he basically does, um, the, the, he does what the Don does from, uh, uh, Oh, boondock saints. It was like, they call you the funny man. Tell yeah. me a joke. <laughs> like, so you're a comedian, huh? Do something funny. <laughs> It'd be funny. Like in that in the middle, one of them pulls out like some big sandwich and it was like, like laughing at the, <laughs> like the no meat in it, like oh, there's no meat in it. <laughs> no, that's that's essentially what it is. Ron Jeremy's in the background. Oh God, why didn't we write this show? Oh, God, I want the hedgehog in the background. <laughs> um, and so I just like how he's kind of doing this song, but I like when he's like in the middle of he's like, and boys will. <sighs> yeah. They just want to have fun. Yeah, he's just like. <laughs> Gives up three times like, in the middle of his performance. He's like, <laughs> if I just at the very end, just fine. Nucky wins. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> I kind of feel like it's it, such a funny scene. I just feel like the, he ended early, and like Duns was ultimately like, I mean, I want to know how the song is. Like, <laughs> it's like buying the soundtrack to him now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> I gotta see this show. <laughs> And this is some good ass shit. All right. <laughs> <laughs> the first episode. Oh God, yes. The first. I'm gonna laugh. The first episode of this uh, Broadway show. Just wait. Duns Pernley. Duns Pernley's gonna be center, middle, right there. First row, center. <laughs> oh, dude, that would be funny. He's got the playbill out. He's got the little uh, spectacles. 
<laughs> oh god. Um and so he's finally agreed to go and do the show and the next little bit we have from and this is the big surprise um you'd be surprised of this season or this episode with Nucky is he's meeting with uh or he's at um Margaret's coming into the um Madame Leget, Madame Leget. Yeah, well, she was handing out flyers outside uh, on the boardwalk. Oh yes, yes. Um, for her for her class that night, and um, finally, you know, she walks into uh, Madame. Voulez-vous le chercher? Clouseau. <laughs> I don't know. That's Inspector Clouseau from <laughs> Pink Panther. That's <laughs> Pink Panther, right? <laughs> <laughs> anyway, she walks into her shop, and yeah, she. She's acting weird, the the madam. She's acting really weird. She's like, "Oh, Margaret, you're you're here, of course. You leave some flyers now. Get the fuck out, right? Just, just get out." <laughs> and Margaret's like, "Just just is not catching the hint." And then um, from the back, here comes Nucky uh, with some dresses and shit, <laughs> like with some dresses. <laughs> what? And honestly, like when I first saw him walking out, I thought. Me being the naive idiot that I guess I am, <laughs> like he comes walking out with dresses. I'm like, oh, he's like buying her dresses to make amends, like try to get back on her good side. And then, nope, nope, that can't be it. And it wasn't at all. <laughs> Fucking Lucy 2.0 comes out wearing a different dress. And it's just like, dude, like if, you, if you're going to be doing this, why would you do it where you're pretty sure your wife is gonna be <laughs> i was gonna say okay now like that's crazy dude how do i how do i word this because okay i love my wife <laughs> and yes. she listens to the podcast so i'm having to word this very carefully <laughs> okay we live in- i want to see your head like slowly <sighs> popping up from behind <laughs> from behind me <laughs> in houston if you were to go out, if you were to have an affair or cheat or whatever, and you were to mm-hmm. go out somewhere, this city is big enough, you may or may not get caught by your significant other. Now, you may get caught by friends, right. relatives, and things like that, right? Depending on where sure. you're going and things like that. Okay. Atlantic City at this time, I feel like is not that big. It is like just the boardwalk. I was going to say, <laughs> because I grew up in a small town, and... When you grow up in a small town, if you're having an affair, everybody knows. Yeah. yeah. Because at some point you're going to go to one of five restaurants in the town, which is exactly. what this place is. So I, I like I'm I'm saying this to say I agree with you so much. Like why is he being so stupid? One Yeah, and you know She lives in New like, York. Like, you can't go and do shopping exactly. in New York. Exactly. You're telling me there's nothing to do in New York. <laughs> you had Even at to, this time. You had to bring her all the way from New York to smelly Atlantic City <laughs> to go to this one clothing. There's literally fish all over the boardwalk. There's literally fish all over the boardwalk to go to the one fancy restaurant because or the one fancy dress factory because that's what they've basically said. There's only yeah. one. So yep. to the one fancy dress factory and this is it. Like. The one where you know your wife shops. She used to work there. 
Yeah. <laughs> so you took her to the place where the she the boss of your old wife, like, dude, he's an idiot. Like yeah. one, he's an idiot. I mean, because we've already said that they it's it's basically implied that she already knows that he's cheating. But now we kind of wonder because now it's not even along the lines of okay, I know he's cheating, but I can't prove it as long as he keeps it this way, whatever. Now it's like no, you're throwing it and rubbing it in my face. Yeah, and that's yeah. more disrespectful than anything that you could remotely yes. do. Absolutely, it is. Yeah. <laughs> so I. He's an idiot. He's a piece of shit. <laughs> like, I'm yep. sorry. That's all I can say about it. He's a piece of shit. Yep. <clears throat> and so, um, that's, that's kind of where that story gets left off. That's what I have from it. Did you have anything else on it? Um, no, I don't think so. Okay. Cause the next part I have is really the raw scene and, um, Eddie uh, and, and Jip story. And we can go ahead and get into that. All right, so with that being said, then um, let's go ahead and get into the Jip, Nucky, and Rossine story. Um, now, Rossi, listen, well, well, this part, I want to just work it the entire story, essentially, if that right. makes any sense. Yes. Mm-hmm. So we find out Rossine is meeting with um, Jip at the, um, the diner there yes. in Tabor Heights. And essentially, it's kind of like... Rothstein's is as we've already talked about. Rothstein's done. He is done with Nucky. He's he just wants his booze and that's it. Now I want to get your because this whole story is big, right? Yeah. So what did you think was going to happen uh, with with this meeting? What were what was you, what were you surprised about? What were you not surprised about? Like what what was happening in your head with this? Um, I I wasn't sure. Uh, it. I mean, considering that um, uh, Rothstein and Nucky met up and they had that falling out, I, right. I thought maybe that relationship was splitting up. Okay. So I thought uh, maybe, you know, there was something new. There was, a, there was a new deal on the table. Now, did you think that there was going to be a hit out for Nucky or anything like that? Uh, no. I mean, because we're in season three and there's two more seasons at least. Right. So. <laughs> you're you're spoiled. As, as we've talked about before, you're spoiled on, on that. Yeah, exactly. So, no, can't say that. Um, but now, did I, you th- I definitely thought there was going to be some kind of new deal. Now, did you think there was going to be a hit out for Jip? Mm, no. From I mean, this conversation? From this conversation? Um. I mean, they they brought it up, but I just it it was it was left unfinished. So I I just don't know. I, I at that point when I saw it, I I wasn't sure what was going to happen after. Okay, now they're having their conversation, and Jip is essentially telling him, "I have this. I have access to the seas. I have the best." Um, was it the roots or whatever to New York? I right. can do this for you. Then um, Rossine is essentially like, okay, well, let's do a deal. Then we get right. the little weird like thing happen, which fucking Jip, <laughs> where the paper, the, boy, uh, paper boy comes, comes in, in. <laughs> and is like, hey, I've got the paper. And he's like, is this today's paper? Yeah. But why is there yesterday's news in it? And he's just like, uh, and 
Now, you're kind of like, oh, shit. I mean, shit, I thought is this... Jip was about to lose the shit. Yeah. <laughs> He's about to murder a paper boy. Yeah, exactly. Like... <laughs> so, and you can even see in, like, Rossi. Rossi's kind of like, oh, fuck. Yeah, even like... Rothstein doesn't know what to think. <laughs> but this is what makes Jip such a cool, like, interesting character. Yeah. Is you don't know when he's being serious. He was actually or, joking this time. <laughs> but was he? Right. Yeah, That's my thing. <laughs> or did he all of a sudden start getting a hint like, oh, everybody else knows. Right. Hey, I'm making a joke. <laughs> As I assume all Italians talk, okay? Yeah. <laughs> they all do the Fonzie this. Hey. So we lost. And no, I think we lost, lost the Italians t- way long time ago. So it's fine. <laughs> okay, well, eh. <laughs> so I don't like I uh, I honestly I honestly think he was seriously mad. Yeah, yeah, I, I think so. Also, <laughs> I think that he actually was, and he realized, oh shit, nobody else was, and then he had to come up with a joke. Which I mean, I guess kind of says something to his character. Right. He come up with he, a joke he that knew quick. He had to save face at that point. <laughs> so he they're having their meeting. And <clears throat> we're under the assumption now at this point that, that there's a new deal between him and Rothstein. Exactly. And uh, I'm trying to think how to get into this. This whole fucking thing, it like drives me insane because mm-hmm. of the way that the whole story is. So um, we are also seeing that like Jip is <laughs> he's got a kink. If oh, I can put God. it that way. <laughs> um, he likes to do the David Carradine. Yes. Okay. That's what I was going to say is that he's got some David Carradine going on. R.I.P. Yeah. No, no. <laughs> Trust me. The bootlegging crew does not judge no, and what you no. what you enjoy. So he has his kink. I would, I would he, just rather not see Jip doing it. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So... What would you rather see, Jip getting choked out or Jip's wang? Which one? I mean, I feel like they're both... No, okay, I'm sorry, but at the beginning... No, and this is how the episode starts. Okay, okay. Is with Jip, you hear noises, and when I first watched the episode, I was like, oh, okay, somebody's, somebody's banging in this room. And it's just him jerking off and, like, making these horrible choking noise. Like, oh, God, just... Oh, God. That's not okay. This is not okay. <laughs> it takes you for a little surprise. It's a little adventure. Yeah. And even worse, like, he's he is super into it to the point where it's like, after the whole ordeal is over with, he's, like, just about dead. Like, almost dead. And yeah. he's, like laying, out, like, laying out, almost passed out. And then he like starts like getting a smirk and shit like, oh, that is just you're all I don't know. Again, no judgment. If you're into that, cool. But I don't want to watch you do it. That's just weird. (laughs) Same thing. I don't want to watch this straight up boring ass normal sex. Yeah. Two people either. Like, it's not what I'm wanting in life. Yeah. So, (laughs) So we see that he's. He's he's making a home for himself, I guess you could say, because he's got the the, the waitress that yeah, he's yeah, hooking he up the with head waitress who that know, he was all of all for. She she kind of makes up for it, so that's fine. <laughs> <laughs> no judgment on your end, no no bias yeah. over there. So we are under the impression essentially that 
Nucky's out. Rothstein is working with him. Later on at the end of the episode is Jip is getting his chokeout yeah. choke session. And we're thinking this is normal. We see this um, kid coming in. He's doing a delivery. Yeah. Now Here comes the paper boy. We think it's, the paper boy. We think it's, hey, this is what he was just paying for. This is normal. Like, you know, this is what's supposed to be happening. And he's going up. The paper boy's going up. He's going over to the room. And all of a sudden, bam, pulls out a gun. Yep. Fucking blast out to the guards immediately. Mm-hmm. Takes hiding, blast out another one. Then all of a sudden we hear that fucking laugh. Now, <laughs> when you when you heard the laugh, did you figure out who it was? Yes, absolutely. All right. So it's fucking Bugsy, Bugsy. Yeah. being fucking Bugsy. <laughs> he does this big thing. Now here's the and here's what's fucking crazy. Bugsy takes out two of the guards immediately. Takes out another one, almost, who we don't find out. I don't know. Actually, I don't know if they live or not, but they may or may not be alive But because we hear them, like, graggling on the ground yeah, and stuff yeah. like that. Takes out one of the other guards, then busts open the room because Jip is fucked up because he's, like, telling the, right. the chick to undo the, the bell. <laughs> <laughs> kills the redhead. Yep. So kills his girl. Almost kills Jip. Yeah. And that's kind of the big surprise. All this happens, you didn't even fucking yeah, kill the you guy. didn't even hit your mark. Way to go, Bugsy. <laughs> you Bugsy suck. F- <laughs> Bugsy fucked up, and he leaves all laughing like it's a game. Yeah. Bro, you fucked up. Yep. Like, because, okay, we're, we're joking about seeing, like, um, his, like, Jip's dick and stuff like that. Right. But to be real, that scene of him walking through that hot hallway butt-ass naked. Yep. With that gun in his hand is one of the most terrifying and like it is literally terrifying seeing that. Yeah, yeah. If you were laying on the ground and you see that dude coming at you, you I would be yeah. fucking terrified. You left that guy alive. The fuck is the matter with you? That dude's death in the devil incarnate. Yep. It's like that is yep. all that that is. And we see that one of his guys is alive. Oh, oh, and as he's running out, fucking Bugsy kills the fuck the paper boy. The actual God paper damn boy. Bugsy. <laughs> <sighs> Like, you kill him, so now Jip sees the dead paper boy, and it's like, wait, why is the paper boy yeah. dead? Yeah. Like, now things aren't even clicking in his head. Who knew about the paper boy? Yep. So now you're connecting people and stuff like that, and I don't know how this is going to come out, and that's what I want to ask you. Um, well, I want to ask you that at the end, like, because that's honestly all I have, like, for this episode. I don't have a lot more. Because it ends as fast as it kind of started. Yeah, yeah, and we said that. I mean, there's not a ton of, you know, there's not a ton of content, but what's there is very uh, explosive. <laughs> no, it is. There's, 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 there's God damn it. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> there's, there's like four big moments right. and each moment is such a small like i said it's a small little explosive. taste of something else explosive <laughs> <laughs> explosive <laughs> and but we want to take all those and examine those moments and what do you see now happening um overall overall let's just see overall i mean Let's go ahead, and I, I'll even give you, do you know the title of next week's episode? No, but I, I don't need it. Here's what's going to happen. Oh, okay, okay. So, Jip obviously knows that Rothstein was connected to this attempt on his life. Uh, Jip works for 
Maserati. And so Maserati and Rothstein have oh, this quote. Hold delicate. on. Oh. Cutting you off. We had a complaint, Victor. <laughs> of course. <laughs> we need, okay, first off, we need more people to write in because Victor is either complaining. He's the only to one us, telling us what's up. <laughs> or he's telling us or telling us new things. So we need more people to write in. Um Victor stated that he was really upset with us, referring to him as Maserati, and he said, um, I believe the exact words was, it's uh, 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 Oh my god. Maserita? Like pizzeria. So we're just going to refer to him as pizzeria. Okay? (laughs) (laughs) Or Maserati pizza. Or pizza Maserati. Ooh, pizza Maserati sounds really good. Pizzerati. (laughs) Pizzerati. Anyways, I'm sorry. I do digress. Please go ahead. (laughs) But anyway, yeah, so, you know, Rossine and Pizzerati have this delicate balance that they have going on. And um, obviously that's going to be tested now, which is going to put um, Lucky... In the middle of battling families, because I mean, he works for mm-hmm. Rothstein. He's been working for Rothstein for a long time. Well, he's but a- he's already in the middle. Like he's already on the edge. Yeah, exactly. So and but he's Italian, and um, Pizzerati wants him working for him. And he, <laughs> I mean, yeah. There, there's obviously going to be a war between the uh, uh, to to quote Pizzerati, the Jews and the Italians. And uh, this kind of, uh, I feel like this is going to be the uh, the breaking point between that. And, you know, that's obviously probably going to pull in people like um, Gran Torino, uh, Al, yeah. they're, you know, the, 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 the mobs. I mean, this is going to this is going to start a mob war right here, uh, I feel like. So but maybe we'll see. Maybe I'm uh, thinking too big in the storyline, but I don't think so. Nice. I mean. I mean, the way that I mean, I'm looking at it from this way. Even if, even though I I know how this season ends, this is big. Yeah. You can't. This is a starting Jip, point for this something. is. Yes, this is. You're going at Jip is no matter what we think of him or not think of him, he has enough respect in the community. I say community in the mob world that Rossing requested a meeting with you. Yeah. Yep. Okay. Rossing just didn't put a hit out or something like that. Rossing, you know, granted, Rossing was probably also having the meeting to try to figure out some other stuff, but Rossing requested a meeting with him. Yeah. So Jip isn't just some little, like, nobody who happened to be at the right place at the right time in Tabor Heights. Right. Right. So, absolutely, this is going to start up some type of a war. I yep. mean,. It has. I mean, it ha- we already see it bring. I mean, we have Lucky meeting with uh, Pizzerati and stuff like that. Yeah. I'm, I'm love- I am <laughs> loving that name, by the way. Um, we have to make t-shirts now with like a Maserati with a pizza slice on it. <laughs> Maserati <laughs> made of pizzas. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah. Uh, absolutely. I-, I-, I see something definitely happening out of that. Now, what do you see happening with Nucky and Margaret? Because we're like almost halfway. We're right at almost halfway. I am not sure. Um, like I said, there there hasn't been enough with Margaret yet. Uh, okay. In in this series or in this um, in this uh, season, to really figure out where their relationship is going, it's on. It's it's definitely straining, but 
you know, it's it's strained before and come back. Yeah. So I don't know. I, I really don't know on that front. Okay. Um, that's it. I guess that's my main questions I have. I'm trying to think. I mean, other than I mean, Nucky. I mean, do you have anything outside of Nucky's story that you think is um, going to happen? No, I mean, obviously, uh, in bringing in the um, uh, Senator Shooter McGavin, um, there's going to be some more dealings with the politics side of this story. Um, okay. He's obviously not out of the clear. He's been trying his hardest to stay out of it, to, to avoid that, but I think it's coming back. I think Jimmy James is going to have something to say about that. Uh, okay. Maybe maybe passing blame on to other people, but oh well, who who then? Let me ask you that then. Well, I mean, obviously, see? Senator Shooter is not gonna uh, not gonna be the one to take the fall. So, okay. um, unless, well, that just popped into my head. I mean, Nucky did leave an impression on Jimmy James, so mm-hmm. there could be a shift there between Jimmy James, Nucky, and Shooter McGavin. Um, oh. that would be interesting to see, but, um, other than that, yeah, I, I'm, I know that Nucky's political history has not been passed up yet. That's okay. coming back. Okay. Um, interesting. Okay. No, I like hearing this. I like hearing like, like I said, you're the focus of this. A lot of the show is is your interpretation because this is things that we were thinking when we watched the show right you know and and like i said i'm not an expert on this show you and me have talked to i am not an expert that victor friend of the show and i I, I, we just refer to him because he's the one that keeps writing in you know like we want other people to write in give us notes we will talk the we will take anybody's notes (laughs) like anybody anybody's you know Please, Please. yeah, no. write in. Like, <laughs> give us some notes. Like, let it give us ideas. My wife will give me things on occasion. I know for a fact yep. Bethany gives you notes. Um, you know, do not feel ashamed of writing us in something because trust me, you could write in and say something, and I, I one of us will message and be like, "Oh my god, that's a great yep. idea." Like, yep. send us a message on Instagram. Send us a message on um, Facebook. You know, something like that because. You know, we want to know what you were thinking when you watched it, or if you are also a first-time watcher, which I know we have a couple people that they're watching every episode as we're talking about it for the first time. Yeah. You know, write in and let us know what you're yeah, thinking about it as well. Yeah, tell me what you think is going to happen. Because that's, oh, that's what makes it so much fun. Yeah. So, um, that's all that I have. Um, cool. Next episode is, uh, if I'm going to say this so wrong, oh my God, um, Jing Jang Goo, I believe is how you pronounce that it. That is racist. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. <laughs> Your pronunciation like, is racist. <laughs> like, I feel so bad saying that. I am so sorry. I don't know what race I'm making fun of, but it is all of them. Okay. <laughs> this is the most racist thing I could possibly say, and I don't know how it is, but it is. So, um, <laughs> I, like I said, I could be pronouncing it wrong, but it's Jing Ching Jang Gu. So um, that will be next week's ec- episode. Now, until then, we've already talked about writing in. You know, uh, give us a shout out on Facebook, Bootlegging a Boardwalk Empire Podcast. Um, you could also send us an email at bootlegging.podcast at gmail.com. 
or on our Instagram. Give us a follow at bootleg.podcast. Send us a message on Instagram. Um, I'm active. I don't, Chris, have you been active on Reddit with us at any? No, no, not on Reddit. And I probably should be. I feel like I'm on it way see, more you're than on, you are. <laughs> you are. I am only literally on Reddit for our podcast, and that's about it. Um, but if you do, there's certain Reddit podcasts I need you to stay away from. Because I was asking oh people God. questions about spoilers. <laughs> the episode that me and Victor did a spoiler yeah. episode on that you weren't a part of. Stay away from that subreddit, please. So, to remember that. <laughs> <laughs> um, but that was a completely separate subreddit, so don't worry about it. Um, <laughs> or send us a message in on um, Twitter and stuff like that. You know, just don't go into spoiler talk, but just give us a, a notes of what you think of that episode. Uh, we really do like hearing from fans. Uh, we are in actually talks. We've had Bethany on for one episode yep. this season. We would actually really like to have a couple fans on for an episode yeah, that'd or be two. Sweet. It's so much fun. It's very easy to get on an episode. Like literally you write in, let us know, like, hey, I think it'd be fun to be on an yeah, episode. We'll we will definitely set something. We will work around your schedule. We will do whatever. It may be me and Chris and you, or it may be either me and you, or possibly even Chris and you. Yep. You know, uh, whatever we can get set up, we can talk y'all through how to set up the software. It's free. It doesn't cost you anything. All you need to have is an internet connection, a computer, and um, the ability to download some uh, apps and use Wi-Fi. Literally, oh, yeah. that's it. And it's free. I mean, we started this <laughs> We started this uh, podcast up with nothing. Well, so. <laughs> I mean, Colton's episode would be free. If you want to talk to me, it's $12 an hour. Just letting you know. <laughs> 12 bucks an hour <laughs> i needs beer so um oh and you do have to get drunk while you're talking with us yeah exactly, so that, <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> so we need no teetotalers on our uh podcast so. <laughs> all right so until next week uh next week's episode again is i'm so racist stop saying it ching chang goo <laughs> and <laughs> We will do a little bit of chin wagging then. Sounds good.